So I teach it to my patients this way, and I'm gonna give you, ask you guys this question. If you had a tree in your backyard that was sick, and the tree had some pretty sick fruit and some pretty sick branches, what would you do with it? What would you do with that tree? I'm hearing fertilize it. Prune it. So there's the surgeon. Who said prune it? That's, there's, the sur there's your surgeon right here. Are you a surgeon? <laughs> no. Right, just spray it. Okay. Go to the root of the problem, right. So if I label this branch diabetes and high cholesterol and high blood pressure and depression and heartburn, all those things I showed you, I can go up and I can give every one of those, oh, I can give diabetes, I'll give metformin and high cholesterol, I'll give a statin and heartburn, I'll give, you know, the purple pill and so on. Or I can say, I'm going into the soil, right? So let's run through this together. If you have a sick fruit labeled diabetes, what you eat matters? Yes. Absolutely. You're gonna be on a low glycemic index diet. Everyone familiar with what that is? Glycemic index, weights of food, there are two things, glycemic index and glycemic load. Weights of food for its ability to spike up your sugar and insulin. If a food spikes up your sugar, right, you eat it and you go, woo, I'm feeling good, and then it spikes up your insulin, which is a growth factor. Insulin puts weight on your midline. Insulin responds to knock that sugar down. Anyone ever have this experience? You have some sugar and then all of a sudden you feel like, I need more sugar, right? So glycemic, glycemic index gives us a number about how a food responds in your body. So for example, let's take fruit juice. I drink a bottle of fruit juice. What do you think? That would be a low or a high glycemic index? Very high, right? So I have that apple juice, I get high, my insulin comes up, I crash down, and I have what's called sugar blues. I feel like I need more sugar. Now what if I eat an apple instead? Right, when I bite into that apple, I'm biting into fiber. Fiber is going to slow the absorption of the sugar. So one of the healthiest things you can learn today is the glycemic index. Because what you'll do is you'll say, you know what, I'm not gonna have Cheerios, I'm going to have fiber one, if I have unsweetened fiber one if I have a cereal. I'm not going to have white bread, I'm going to have a whole grain, not whole wheat, a whole grain bread, a bread I can't roll into a little ball. I'm not going to have white rice, I'm going to have quinoa or a small amount of brown rice, right? You're going to be able to make decisions very quickly. I'm going to have an apple, peach, pear, plum, organic berries, um, but I'm going to stay away from too many dates and raisins because they're much higher in sugar. Make sense? All right, so learning the glycemic index is the first step because you're gonna say, gee, we gotta get this person on a low glycemic diet for their diabetes. We're gonna talk about some nutraceuticals because the soil is nutrient depleted right now. So of course here I see a lot of people that are missing fundamental nutrients. And for a diabetic, for example, one of them is magnesium. 
chromium. So we can actually test for micronutrients. So micro macronutrients, physical activity, will that affect someone's blood sugar? Yes. Absolutely. We talked about toxins. Toxins, persistent organic pollutants, are linked to diabetes. And so you go back to that Environmental Working Group website and you type in, what are the dirty dozen? Everybody's heard about this? So the dirty dozen are the foods you need to buy organic. And then there's a list in there called the Clean 15. Those are sprayed less. You don't need to buy those organic. And they're constantly monitoring this. So you get that list of the dirty dozen and the Clean 15. You know, I have people who say to me, I buy everything organic, but if you want to save a little money, you can get that list and say, I'm really going to stick my berries, for example, are going to be organic because they're so thin skinned, they're sprayed 30 times before you get them. If you like coffee, I'm not anti coffee, I just encourage you to get it organic because the beans are sprayed multiple times before you get it. Right? So you can take a little bit of control of this. And what the research shows that's fascinating is that if you clear the toxins out, the persistent organic pollutants, you can start to show reductions in, the, in, their, in your urine of these pollutants in as quickly as 10 days. This has been done in children. So it's good to make that shift if you can afford to. So what about sleep and diabetes? Yeah, if you're not sleeping well, your cortisol goes up, your stress level is high, and your sugar is high. What about stress and diabetes? Any diabetic under stress will say, my, my sugar is high. What about the person who has high blood pressure now? Same drill. What kind of food should you eat to lower your blood pressure? Should you be exercising? Should you be sleeping well? One of the common, common things I see is sleep apnea. And it's missed all the time. And it's not only people who have short necks and big, big area here, big chest. Yes, that's the obvious person. But I see many people who are thin. And no one's thought about it until they come in with atrial fibrillation or high blood pressure. And if you know anyone with atrial fibrillation, make sure they get checked for sleep apnea. So all of these things interact. I like to think about the trunk of the tree as DNA. So all of these things interact with our DNA and determine what kind of fruit we're going to have on our tree.